Hey everyone, Steve Glenn from Experience Milwaukee. Uh, I'm sure you've seen already that the Democratic National Committee selected Milwaukee as the site of its national convention in July 2020. And in this episode, we sit down with Visit Milwaukee CEO Paul Upchurch to learn a little bit more about uh, how that all came together, the people behind the scenes, the time it took uh, leading up to this decision, and uh, a little on what's next now that uh, Milwaukee will be the site of that event. Um, as always, this podcast is brought to you and sponsored by Aurora Healthcare, Northwestern Mutual, Transfer Pizzeria Cafe. Thanks to all of them, and thanks to you for listening. And now, Black Belt Theater. Hey everyone, welcome to Experience Milwaukee. This is Steve Glenn, and we have the privilege of uh, sitting down here with Paul Upchurch, who is CEO of Visit Milwaukee. Uh, you guys are familiar with Visit because they come on the show and we talk about what's coming up this weekend. Uh, today, so Paul, welcome to the show, first of Thank all. Thank you, Steve. Um, it's great to have you. And um, I will get into, I, I want to get a little bit about your background, but mm -hmm. we'll get in, I think what people are really super interested out if you, about is uh, the DNC and that project and how it came to be um, just a, a great story. And um, so we'll get into that, but I think that for, for people who aren't as familiar with maybe Visit, uh, could you give sort of the 30 second, what does Visit sure. do? Sure, we are the... Uh organization whose job it is to market and sell the greater Milwaukee area for visitors. So think of us kind of as a chamber of commerce for tourism. So the tourism economy in Milwaukee is really strong, uh, employs a lot of people, mm -hmm. uh, just in Milwaukee County, almost 32,000 people full time. Wow. So our job is to continue to feed that tourism economy with new visitors, whether business, travel, leisure, or conventions. Right. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. And you guys do a great job. Thank you. I think um, what's interesting is we don't see as much of what you do here because we're already here. You're already here, and our job is to bring people from outside Milwaukee to Milwaukee. Right. So most of our marketing messages and our communications are in Chicago and actually really all over the country and all over the world. So we're right. selling Milwaukee generally outside Milwaukee to bring people to Milwaukee. Cool. That's awesome. And I, and, uh, I, I regularly notice outsiders hanging out in some of the cool spots and... Um, uh, because because of my relationship with visit I've got visitors guides in my car <laughs> I'm you. always I'm Thank always you. ready to pass those out yeah. Um, but yeah I think you guys are doing just a great job really positioning the city as uh, fun and, and, and easy to navigate and um, and just uh, lots of uh, wonderfully random things to do absolutely so. and, and you forget but in this particular job, you're constantly talking to people who are coming to Milwaukee either regularly or coming here for their first time. And so uh, we sometimes forget living here. What a great city we really right. have. We take, how it many for things are, we take it for granted. How many cool things there are to do, how unique it is, the natural beauty. Right. Uh, yeah, we take that for granted. But visitors certainly come here and experience it for the, for the first time, say, wow, what a great city. I, yeah, I've seen it even uh, in the entrepreneurial space, too. Mm -hmm. You get 
some uh, startups to come in and they see all the resources we have here and the the uh, the, uh, the arts and the create creative community and the tech community. I mean, I think all of those things really yeah. speak volumes to you. And we think that uh, when people come and they find out it's a great place to visit, they then soon realize it would be a great place to live. So right. it certainly doesn't hurt our image. Our secret when, plan, yeah, right? Yeah, we're out yeah. there trying to attract talent. Sure, exactly. Plays right into it. Um, so what about you? How did you get here? What, what was your journey in, uh, uh, to Milwaukee? Well, I worked here years ago in the hotel industry. So I was uh, a vice president of hotel operations and was here about five years. Uh, left and went to Chicago, which is another great city. Absolutely. Uh, and then I had an opportunity to come back after a few years and kind of missed uh, Milwaukee, missed all the wonderful things, missed that big town, but a small town feel and small mm-hmm. town comfort. And so got an opportunity to come back uh, for Visit Milwaukee, and I uh, was excited to do that. Cool. Cool. And um, as part of that journey back in your role now, um, quite a bit involved in the big news that came out this week, which is the DNC coming to Milwaukee. Um, How did, what, I I have so many questions around it, and and I don't want to jump too far ahead, but um, it's, uh, how did it start? Sure, well, you know, just every four years, at least since I've been here, uh, leading up to a, a, a national convention, people would reach out and say, are you interested? Would you like to do this? Uh-huh. Uh, and prior to uh, this one, we really didn't have the infrastructure to do that. We didn't have the right kind of arena. So certainly you need a very modern arena and a facility to do it. Sure. Because uh, you think of this as a, one of the largest media events that happen in the country. Uh-huh. Uh, and so you need a modern arena, you need hotels, you need infrastructure. Uh, so when the Pfizer Forum was under construction with all the hotel expansion, this time around uh, you had people like Alex Lazary and the mayor say, we now think we can handle this, and this would be a great thing for Milwaukee. So more than probably about two years ago, they began discussing the the potential. So it's been in the works that long. Absolutely. And then about a year and a half ago, they really got to work on it. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we became a finalist, and we were, we you know, they, they put our name in the hopper officially. Mm-hmm. Uh, the DNC obviously had a long list of cities at that point. Uh, but then last August, uh, based on our interest, they came to Milwaukee. And I think that was instrumental in kind of changing their mind. Uh, they brought about 30 people here, uh, all the way from Tom Perez and his team, Jess O'Connell, to kind of look at the city, uh-huh. uh, kind of determine whether or not Milwaukee uh, could handle it. And at that point, I think we won them over, and then we became one of the final three cities. That's, uh, man, uh, so much work, uh, I'm sure, over two years mm-hmm. to get there. Um so I read things like, uh, we'll need 12,000 volunteers. Yep, We've, yep. Uh, you guys have managed to wrangle and coordinate and organize uh, 15,000 hotel rooms. Plus. Yeah, more, okay, so more even than more than that. that. Yeah. So, um, and actually have them under contract, which is the first time that's ever happened. Wow. Wow. And um, how, like, who? so what's the team look like that coordinates? Um, because I think... Everyone's assumption is, okay, you're just marketing somewhere. We don't yeah. see it because we live here, but you're marketing somewhere to bring visitors in. But for, an, for uh, an effort like this, how many people are behind the scenes working on it? Boy, I mean, just about the whole team. I mean, it started back in the RFP process. So obviously they came in 
we had to, we had to do an RFP before they came in and looked at Milwaukee. Okay. Uh, and that was a book that was more than a hundred pages with oh, tons of details <laughs> on sure. Milwaukee. A lot of great Stats images. And, yeah, so our images. marketing team, our communications team got on that and really put Milwaukee's best foot forward in the RFP. And I've got to say, it was like a masterpiece. Uh-huh. Uh, so a great RFP went out and got the committee excited. So we began back then uh, getting all the details together, but we had to identify every single hotel room uh-huh. in southeast Wisconsin and how many rooms they had and et cetera, how much meeting space they had. All of that was part of the RFP process, every offsite venue busing companies, uh, all of those types of things went into that uh, material. But I think it proved to them that, wow, these guys have what it's going to take. That's why they came here in August. And then right. uh, we have salespeople that have markets all over the country, you know, D.C., Chicago, Denver, Dallas. I mean, we are all over the country booking conventions continuously, talking to meeting planners. So the Bringing DN- more things here correct, to the city. Right? Correct. So it's not unusual for us to bring events and conventions. In fact, we do that. It's a big part of what we do every day. Uh-huh. Uh, the DNC is a little bit larger. It's one of the largest events in the country. So the size is bigger, but it's typically what we do. And then those conventions will come to us, and they'll need all the logistics and the planning. So we'll help them with that. Uh, and it's kind of setting up hotels and venues and transportation. So we do that every day. But this is just a little bit bigger scale yeah. than what we typically yeah. do. So. And, um and uh, financially, uh, a lot uh, larger opportunity for the area. Is there, um, have there been numbers that you guys have looked at as in terms of economic impact that you can share? Well, we, we kind of looked at what happened most recently in Philadelphia. Their economic impact was about $231 million. So we would anticipate something close to that. And we've been a little bit more conservative, realizing that the Midwest is a little bit more of a value than uh, some of the East Coast cities. Right. So we've anticipated our economic impact to be around $200 million. Great. So that's kind of the number we've come up with. But uh, we're expecting that uh, uh, based on the fact that uh, for this particular convention, uh, there isn't a sitting Democratic president. Mm-hmm. So there'll be you know, lots of activity around different candidates that right. uh, we could even exceed that number of, of $200 million. Right. And it's... Uh yeah, it's interesting. Um, all of the things that you read in the in the uh, in the press mm-hmm. on what's happening uh, around all of that. So, um, what what happens next? I mean, your work is just. I mean, it's two years <laughs> in the making, and it's almost just started. Yeah, in fact, it has just started. Uh, you know, the hotels are, are contracted, which is a big step. Uh-huh. Uh, now we'll begin you know, working with the housing team to actually place delegations, media, sponsors, VIPs in those hotels. So, uh-huh. uh, you know, we're, we're going to use all 15,000 rooms. Now the plan is who goes where. So we'll start that process. Then you've got transportation, security, offsite venues, all those logistics. Right. Uh, setting up the security zone, working with that team. Uh, you know, handling all the media requests. I mean, phones have been ringing off the hook. I imagine already for <laughs> people imagine. looking for hotel rooms and looking for restaurants and venues to do, to entertain so for events, right? For events, because you've um, got. Uh, I've heard um, uh, it was actually ironically with a gentleman yesterday who has been through this process in other cities, and he said, you know, you might have from from six to eight in a restaurant you have one group from some state Absolutely. and then from eight to ten you've got you know he's he, he used bruce springsteen as an example um but just like co- continuous rolling events like that in the various restaurants and and um and i know uh we've talked you know about the structure of visit here and and the the outreach but 
um, another important component are all your partners. Absolutely. And so I, I imagine the phones and emails and texts are crazy from partners, too, to, to, to better understand how they now can well, get involved. When an event comes here, our job is to not only bring it here, but to make sure it, we maximize economic impact. So making sure the restaurants get their fair share of business, the bars. And so right. this is an example where they'll all get their fair share of business. So we're just trying to help them orchestrate what they should be doing, how they should be handling it. I had one call uh, last night that the guy had already received, one restaurateur had already received 14 calls that day. Oh, my gosh. Uh, people wanting to book his space for all four days, part of those four days. And so, again, the demand is there. And we That's just have great. To, have to make sure we can kind of take care of the customer but also maximize that demand right. for our partners. Right. Well, um, all I can say is great job. Thank and, you. And, uh, you know, uh, I... I mean, compliments to you and the team and the rest. I know it even spans outside to the you know rest of the key players in the city. And you've mentioned some. And um, it was really interesting when we when we reached out and said, "We as a community want to take this on." Uh, how quickly people got behind it. Right. I mean, it's confusing when you talk about this size of an event and the number of hotel rooms and uh -huh. the venues that they need. And so there's a little bit about, you know, making sure people understood what it was. Right. But once they understood what it was, I mean, they were on board. So we couldn't have done it without all of our partners in the restaurant business, all the hotel partners. I mean, they jumped on board. Adjacent they, communities. They were excited. Right? Adjacent communities. Yeah. I mean, all the way out to Madison, Green Bay, Chicago, everybody was behind this and wanted to participate. So, I mean, we couldn't have done it without them. But it was just a great way to see how Milwaukee and this this area comes together to support big and important right. things. So, right. Yeah, we were very proud of, of how our community responded. That's great. So I think uh, you and the team should maybe have some champagne. We think so. And then yeah, get back yeah. to work on or, it because you don't have much time. Or here we drink the champagne or bottled beer. So right, yeah. right. There here you we, go. Here we drink beer. So yeah. Perfect. Well, thanks for coming on the podcast. No, thank you, Steve. And thanks good luck with everything. Me. Thank you. You're welcome. It's a beautiful